for today's episode of the Canby podcast, I have with me Heather Stanley. She's a new real estate agent with Paragon Realtors, and I met her at a realtor office meeting. She and I decided to meet one-on-one so I could get to know her better. I really love to partner with my uh, real estate agents that I really find that are aligned with me. We've, we've talked before on episodes, the importance of knowing and understanding your core values and doing business with people who align with those core values. And I could tell she was one of them. So we met one-on-one. And when I started asking her what her story was, her background and why she chose real estate, I learned, I, I learned of her um, grandson that she was raising. And I don't want to, I don't want to steal the thunder or not steal the thunder. I don't, I, I just want you to learn from her the rest of the story. So thank you for listening to another Canby podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Castle, and I have with me today, Heather Stanley with Paragon Realtors, Mimi to Kyler, and she's going to talk about Kyler's journey. So thank you for listening to the show today, and hopefully you're going to be inspired that no matter what you're working through or no matter what curveballs life throws at you, that it's going to be okay. Thank you for listening to the Canby podcast. Help me introduce Heather Stanley. All right, Heather, I am so glad you're here. Now I'm going to just share with the audience how this even came about. So Heather you came to me last week mm-hmm. and as a brand new real estate agent, and I just, I wanted to meet you and learn more about you because if we're going to work together as a mortgage lender and a real estate agent partnership, it's important we know about each other. We know who each other are and the purpose and the passion behind the business that we're both building. And so what I found so interesting, I am, I too am very involved in my grandkids' life. Those little humans to me, I mean, there's a lot of mistakes I feel like I had, I made as a parent and, and probably most moms looking back, I mean, you know, we're kind of judgmental about ourselves, you know, I mean, like when we look back and my first daughter, I was really young when I had her. So I made a lot of young mom mistakes. And then my second daughter, I had 13 years later. And life was just so different for me then because I, I feel like I had my life a little bit more figured out at the time. And I, my husband, um, my husband is and was amazing at that time. My same husband took me three tries to get it right. Um, finally got it right 25, 26 years ago. Anyway. Um, and I feel like I did a much better job with my second daughter, which then made me feel even more guilty about the, the first, first one. Because <laughs> bless her heart. She got the short end of the stick. You know? <laughs> she turned out wonderful despite all that. But anyway, as a grandmother, I feel like I get an opportunity to kind of do over. Mm-hmm. And the relationship, until you have grandkids, it's so hard to explain the connection you have with your grandkids and then the pride that you have because your children had these children, you know, so that's kind of cool too. Um, 
but when you and I were talking, so whenever you said that you were helping raise your grandson or educate your grandson, homeschool your grandson, and he had, um, he was autistic, that it, it just really stuck in my mind. So I really wanted to meet with you because I know that has not probably been an easy journey for you. No. <laughs> so um, get a little bit closer because I really want people to hear what that's like for you. So number one. I, I have some, I have some littles, I mean, like baby littles. So at this point out of my grand, nine grandchildren, I do not have any grandchildren that um, we've experienced any of that with. So tell me, I mean, like, just talk about that. Well, we've had uh, Kyler, that's his name, since he was born. Our, uh, one of our twins uh, got pregnant at 17 and her senior year of high school and wasn't honestly prepared to take care of herself. Much I more. got pregnant at 17 and I was yeah. a junior in high school. I was for sure wasn't. Prepared. Oh yeah. She was not ready. And so, you know, I mean, not that you're even re- ever ready. At yeah, there's not prepared. <laughs> yeah. You're not preparing <laughs> for <ever>. motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we, my husband and I got together and talked to her and told her that, you know, if this is not something you think you can do, let us know. And we will take, take on that mm-hmm. child. And so about a week after we, she had him, she really came to me and said, I just don't think I can't do this. Yeah. So plus she was making choices in life that were not very good. And so she knew. Well, she was young. Yeah. That was a lot to go through. And I, and I tell her every day, I'm so proud of her for being such a wonderful mom to know she couldn't provide for him the way she should Mm -hmm. or wanted to. Wanted to. And so uh, when he was about six months old, my husband and I separately we didn't say anything to each other, uh, noticed some things. And so I was a medical transcriptionist for 13 years. Mm. So I started doing some research and I kind of thought, okay, there's, there's some autistic traits here. Already. You can tell uh, that young. I could, yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously my husband who is not, he's a truck yeah. driver, so he has no medical experience. Mm-hmm. He's noticed that mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And so, um, at his, just before his nine month doctor's appointment, uh, my husband came to me and said, Heather, I think there's something going on here. And I said, Oh my gosh, so do I. I didn't want to say anything, mm-hmm. but, and I said, I've been doing some research. So I'm I, sure when that's going on too, you kind of have that little denial of, you don't want, am to. I making this yeah. up? Is it really, am I just seeing something I'm not mm-hmm. really seeing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I sent him some of the stuff that I had researched and he said, Oh my gosh, that's him. So when he had his nine months uh, checkup, I said something to the doctor and she said, well, it's a little bit early. So let's wait till 12 months. And I said, okay. So we really started paying much more attention to the signs. Mm-hmm. And um, on his 12 months, I told her again. And so she had me fill out a questionnaire. And so when he was 18 months, uh, we took him to have a preliminary test done. and they Okay, I got to think. Now, 18 months. I yeah. have an 18-month-old grandchild. So they're walking by yes. then. And you're working on potty training, typically. Mm-hmm. Well, not, I mean, you're hoping that you're working on potty training. Well, all three of my daughters, I had it two years old. So <laughs> Kyler was definitely an ego crusher yeah. with that yeah. one. Um, boys are different too, though. Yeah, see, and I had three girls in yeah. 15 months. I had three daughters, so I didn't have boys. Um, so at 18 months, I took him to a preliminary and they said, we don't diagnose, but I can tell you, yes, 
he's autistic. And I said, okay, well, there's a huge li uh, waiting list. Mm. So uh, it took till he was after two years old. And then I finally got him in to be tested. And, you know, I'm thinking, uh, because I truly believe that his mom is um, what is called Asperger's. Mm -hmm. it, it's a, you can be very functional with Asperger's. But still not have um, what? What am I trying? Social, mm -hmm. like you don't understand social cues necessarily. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I was kind of thinking Kyler's going to be about that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when I went back after the initial meeting with him, went back and he said, "Okay, well, there's three levels to autism, and there's one which is mild, and there's two which is moderate, and there's three which is severe." And, you know, my mind, I'm thinking maybe two, but yeah. probably one. Yeah. And he goes, he is a level three nonverbal. Oh. And you, you can prepare or know you think, you think, think you know maybe. something. Yeah. And when you hear the words from somebody who does that for a living, mm -hmm. you just, you fall, your, your mm -hmm. whole heart just falls into mm -hmm. your stomach. And so took me a minute to kind of. And that was you with a medical background. Yeah. I mean, you're used to seeing diagnosis and all of, uh, in, in health journeys. Yes. Yeah. It's but still hard. It's different. It's <laughs> yeah. different whenever it's you yeah. and a loved one. Yeah. So, uh, then we had to go back again. And so when we went back again, he kind of went through things and he said, I'm, I, he will probably never be independent, fully mm -hmm. independent. And he, I, I can't promise he'll ever be potty trained. I don't know that he'll ever really communicate. Now, I like to say that Kyler was non-communicative because he was very verbal, <laughs> but he didn't say things. Mm -hmm. So at that point in time, we lived in Oklahoma and my husband changed uh, from being a independent contractor to a company guy. And so we moved back here to be closer to my family. And at that point, I wasn't working. I was mm -hmm. a stay-at-home mom with mm -hmm. Kyler. Mm -hmm. And um, I got him started. It, daycare might even be difficult in that case if you need a daycare, right? It, because of because the, he's the communication. Yeah. Yes. And and a lot of daycares require them to be potty trained or oh, that's right. by a certain age. And, yeah. and so um, we moved here because my, my mom, my brother, and everybody, they live here. So you had good support. Yes. I had much better support here. And with him being an over the road truck driver, it's, oh, yeah. He didn't want me to be out there by myself right, with right. nobody. So I got Kyler into the rehabilitation center and started with speech therapy. Mm. And that was two years ago. And he now talks. Oh, I love it. Um, they asked me when we first, when we first started, what are your goals? And I said, my goal is I want this baby to just be able to call me Mimi. Yeah. And it's the sweetest word. He, yes. And he calls you Mimi. He tells me, Mimi, I love you, Mimi. Oh, <laughs> so yes. So he is like, when I go home today, he will come running at me. Maybe you're home. Oh. So it's amazing. Oh. Now there are days I think, why did we wish for him to speak? Because <laughs> doesn't that the truth? I uh I, I remember when my my daughter who uh my my youngest one, my oldest one was trying to teach the youngest one to talk, and I'm like, mm, watch it. Because <laughs> once they start, they don't uh -huh. stop. <laughs> Enjoy the quiet. That's right. So now you homeschool him though. He starts his first year of homeschool this year. Yeah. 
So how is that going to be different than what if, if you were homeschooling a five-year-old without autism? I don't know. I never homeschooled any of my kids. So uh, this is all brand new for me. Um, the, the difference for me, I think, is with Kyler, he is a sponge. And he, I, I want to tell you, I don't know this for a fact, but he has an identity memory. So you... So teaching him, if you, you know him really well, you've been raising him for five years. So I would think from a homeschooling standpoint, you know how he best learns. Yeah. And um, isn't it pretty, aren't autistic, I mean, to me, that whole that whole, there's so much science that still needs to be learned, I know, about the brain and the, the correlation between autism and, and someone who doesn't have autism and the parts of the brain that they're able to tap into and yes. use versus what you and I are limited mm -hmm. in our usage. Um, I know there's a bridge there that needs to be um, built because their brains are just incredible. Well, you have found that with him. He right? is amazing. He has been able to read for two years. Yeah. And he's five now. He's so five he's now. He's three. And, but he just got potty trained. So like for him, he didn't understand that feeling. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't tell me he had to go. Mm -hmm. And so he just, he just now in this last, well, just before he turned five, he mm -hmm. potty trained, but mm -hmm. Uh, but he does math mm -hmm. and he reads. So he does amazing things, you know, in some aspects. And then in other aspects, he's just so childish, childlike. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just so, well, I'm just inquisitive by nature. So I'm in it. I, it's, I mean, you are too, which is how you've been able to research and figure this all out and, and how you really best support him and helping him live a quality life. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm at loss for words, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and you just... know, I like to tell people if you've ever watched big bang theory, Sheldon Cooper, mm -hmm. wicked smart, mm -hmm. but incredibly not smart yeah. when it comes to social things. Mm -hmm. Kyler's much like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he has his own bubble to people, but he doesn't understand other people might have a bubble too. Mm -hmm. So, and he's just, he tells people it's, it's so fun to watch because when, like today I went to the store and he just, hi, hi. So, and he likes to knock on the door and I'll say, who is he? He goes, it's me, Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes to play like he works for Paragon Realtors. I have a video oh, doing that. Wonderful. Yeah. So he, he likes role play. Uh, yes. He's going to be part of my, um. <laughs> It's just your practice. Well, my advertising. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> amazing, adorable little boy. <laughs> now, you wrote a book and you brought a copy to me. So I have not, I just got yes, it out of the, the gift bag. Um, tell me why you wrote this book and what I'm going to learn reading it. Um, I, I wrote it to, for me, writing is kind of like a release. Yeah, mm -hmm. just to be mm -hmm. able to get out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once we discovered his autism, everybody's interested, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I, I'm I want, fascinated. With yeah. It. I want to know more. And so I finally just got to a point. I'm like, I'm just going to write everything down. This book, this first book is more my emotions about this mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. um, I have a second book that is more technical, honestly, mm -hmm. about what you need to look for. Mm -hmm. um, oh, what a handsome little isn't guy. Isn't he the cutest thing that you've ever seen? If you he look is. at the very first page. Oh, look at him. He is such a cutie. <laughs> I wish you could see. You can't see. <laughs> so sorry. You have to... You have to reach out to Heather and I'm sure she will send you um or go to Amazon. Go to Amazon. Yeah. Kyler's journey. Um yes, buy buy the book, support, support what she's doing and um learn about the journey. You know, whether it is autism or you know, anything else that makes your child quote unquote different from the quote unquote normal, and and I could argue normal all day long. Mm -hmm. Is anybody normal anymore? Um, I, I, I mean, what I appreciate is the fact that people I think are learning that it's okay not to be normal, that, um, being yourself is way more, oh, that's my, that's my reminder to wrap it up. So I don't take too much of your time, but still share great information. Um, so Kyler's journey on Amazon, um, grab the book, learn about the journey. And if you too are going through a situation where you're just not quite sure if it's going to be okay, number one, it will be, mm -hmm. it's just going to take some time um, and give yourself some time and space and grace for learning. Because, you know, even if your story was the same story, it's not, it, the journey's not going to be the same. And so I just, um, I thank you for sharing that. Um, if you were to share with the audience a message of hope, what would that be? Oh, just if you have an autistic in your family, don't look at it as a problem. Look at it as an adventure. Look at it as all the amazing things you're going to learn through that little human being. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you will love anybody as much as you love these guys because they just... They exude confidence, but yet they're very not confident and they really just need you to just accept them for who they are and love them and just let them show you what life mm. is like. Mm -hmm. mm. I bet you see life through different lenses now. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I think so oftentimes things like this are a blessing mm -hmm. because we as humans grow and are better humans. Mm -hmm. So thank you. You're welcome. I know this is the first time you've done a podcast interview like this, <laughs> and it's a little intimidating when I say, Hey, would you come be on my podcast? But I think that, um, all of us learning from each other and realizing that at the end of the day, we can be whatever we want to be. And in this case, you made you made a decision to be Mimi and mom to Kyler. Yeah. And, um, Sometimes that's the first step is just deciding what you want to be. And then you figure well, it out. Kyle's a go. wonderful advocate for autism because mm. he's adorable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's just, he's, you can't help but fall in love with this little boy when you meet him. So you can see autism in full display mm -hmm. and just fall in love with it. Mm, love it. Do you mind if people reach out to you if they have, I mean, no. they're going to go on Amazon and buy your book. And then they can do it's uh you can go to Kyler's Journey dot uh Kyler's Journey at gmail.com. Mm. And actually he does I do have a website for him, so it's Kyler's Journey.com. Love it. Love it. Thank you so for sharing with others because 
sometimes it can be scary. And I, I just know that initial knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing after a diagnosis that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and that there's others too, that are on that journey. It's just always helpful. So, and if you're looking for real estate in the Texas area, <laughs> she is licensed in Texas and, um, she's going to do phenomenal. So Thank you. Ready to find your home. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Y'all have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with someone else who maybe is going through a struggle or they just received some news that they weren't expecting and um, need just some hope and encouragement that it's going to be okay. And you just take one day at a time and give yourself a lot of grace and patience and um, know that not every day is going to be perfect and that's okay. We get a new one the next day. So, um, and then if you haven't already done a review, give us a five-star review, I hope. And um, so sharing, listening, subscribing, and doing a review really helps me continue to go with the, the Canby podcast. So have a great day.